Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Where the Anchor Holds. I'm your host, Michael Paul Jess. The title of today's message is Don't Be an Esau. Never trade a temporary blessing for your eternal inheritance. I encourage you to read about this in your Bibles to get the full and accurate story. You can start reading in Genesis verse 25, chapter 19 for now, and I'll give you a condensed version so that I can share a particular nugget with you that God has blessed me with uh, just uh, recently, a couple days ago. In this story, there was a couple named Isaac and Rebekah. Isaac and Rebekah had two twin sons, Esau and Jacob. Now at birth, the Bible says Esau came out red and was like a hairy garment all over his body. Esau was an outdoorsy, brute kind of guy. I'm thinking like Duck Dynasty or something. Uh, You get the picture. He was a man of the field. He was a skilled hunter, and his father Isaac loved him for it because he ate all this good food, all this game that he hunted and brought home. Jacob was not hairy. The Bible says he was a mild man who dwelled in tents. So I'm thinking maybe he's more of a homebody, and the Bible says his mother, Rebecca, loved him. So Esau was the dad Isaac's favorite, and uh, Jacob was the mom, Rebecca's favorite. Esau came in from the field. Uh, You know what, uh, by the way, let me back up. This is uh, years later after um, the two brothers had grown and Esau was out hunting and all that. He came in from the field and he was starving. And Jacob had cooked a stew and his brother Esau asked him to share the stew because he was starving and weary. How many out there know that when you're hungry, you can sometimes make poor decisions, right? So that's why we have a great rule of thumb, never go to the grocery store while you're hungry. So Jacob says to his brother, sell me your birthright and I'll give you some stew. Like this is not an act of love here. Jacob is so selfish. Sell me your birthright and I'll give you some stew. He wouldn't even feed his brother just out of love for his brother. Esau says, I'm about to die. What's this birthright to me? In other words, I'm starving. What good is this birthright if I'm dead anyhow? So Jacob makes his brother swear to him that he is selling his birthright, and Esau swears to him. Now imagine this, Esau gives up his birthright, which is a huge blessing from his father, for some bread, lentil soup with red meat, and some wine. Somebody somebody say hunger leads to vulnerability. Hunger leads to vulnerability. So Esau ate, drank, got up, and went his way. Fast forward, and their dad Isaac is old and about to die. Uh, One important thing to uh, mention here is that at their time of birth, their dad Isaac was like 60. So, you know, he's getting up there in years. Um, He's lost his vision. And I picture he's he's lying there in you know his his deathbed or whatever, and uh, he calls out to Esau, his son, and says, 
go hunt with your bow so that you can make savory food for me to eat. And then at that time, I'll bless you with your birthright. Nobody ever told Isaac, the dad, about his son Esau selling his birthright to his brother Jacob in exchange for stew, bread, and wine. Now the mom, Rebecca, hears about this and uh, tells her son, her favorite son, Jacob, go kill two of our choice kid goats and bring them to me so that I can prepare a savory meal for your father and that you can receive your father's blessing that was to come instead of Esau getting it. Jacob is like, Mom, I can't do this. She says, do it. The curse is on me. Like like whatever repercussion there is, it's on me. It's on my head. So Jacob goes, as his mom Rebecca says. He uh, gets the, the choice uh, goats. Brings them uh, to his mom, Rebecca. She prepares this savory meal. And Jacob actually puts on the pelt of the goats so that when his father touches him, you know, to see if it's actually Esau, that he'll feel the fur and think that, in fact, his son Esau uh, was there. And then he'll give him um, the birthright and the blessing. Can you imagine the nerve of Rebecca and Jacob like to pull this off? It's crazy. The Bible says that it happened and I believe that it happened. So, you know, so just picture that, that, that Rebecca, the mom, prepares this meal and Jacob, the son who was not entitled to the birthright, but, you know, swindled his brother and got this birthright. When he should have just given his brother the food to eat and, and, and been a blessing to his brother. So he's actually wearing this fur and goes in and gives his dad the food. His dad eats the food. After eating the meal, the dad Isaac says, you know, you sound like Jacob, but you feel like Esau. And Jacob insists that he is Esau, and ultimately the father gives him the blessing. Genesis 27, 27 through 29 says, And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you. So that was the blessing that was... Originally, rightfully, Esau's, but because of this little deal, which their father didn't know about, uh, you know, ultimately this blessing was given to Jacob.
So Esau's lost hope. Now it happened. Let's see. This is uh, Genesis 27, verse 30, if you want to follow along. Esau's lost hope. Now it happened as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. He also made savory food, brought it to his father, and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, and your soul may bless me. And his father Isaac says to him, Who are you? So he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who? Who was the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me also, my father. Bless me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. I believe that first time was because when they were born, uh, the Bible says that Jacob grabbed, he actually grabbed the heel of Esau. So uh, you can look more into that on your own if you like. Uh, so he says, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servants. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac his father answered to him, and said, Behold, your dwelling shall be of fatness of the earth and the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother, and it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. Hebrews twelve sixteen through 17 says, lest there be any fornicator of or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Um, so God brought that, that last verse there in Hebrews to me uh, the other day. Um, and uh, as some of you uh, might have heard a previous um, segment that I had uh, shared that my wife and I went to this uh, Power and Love conference in Anaheim um, and Todd White was there speaking and he was talking about um, that we're a people of covenant as Christians and that we're to honor our covenant with God uh, so the Lord began to speak to me as I read through Hebrews and this particular passage about um, 
reflecting back on Esau and and what had happened to him because he gave up his birthright. The the Lord was cautioning me not to give up my inheritance, my heavenly inheritance in Him for the temporary pleasures of this world. Um, many of us today have uh, chains in our lives. We live in bondage, and we just we we look all over the place trying to figure out how we can break this bondage. Um, and I discovered that bondage is broken when you give sin up to God, when you throw it off of you, when you lay it down at the foot of the cross, when you uh, surrender any sin that you're holding on to, when you surrender anything that comes between you and God. Simply put, if you're thinking of it more than you're thinking of God, throw it off, throw it away. For me, I'll just share with you, I'll be honest, I've drank a lot in my life. I was thinking of alcohol more than I was thinking of God. Uh, there, There's issues of lust that people might deal with. There's issues of pride that people might deal with. There's issues of money that people might deal with. On and on, whatever it is for you personally, you have to lay it down. Then God can break your chains. So... I strongly urge you, if you're still listening, I know that we're going on 14 minutes here. That is such a good word of truth uh, that God gave me. If if you have bondage in your life, then lay the sin down that's in your life at the foot of the cross. Jesus already took it, but he wants you to lay it down. Once you lay that down, your chains will break, I promise you. But you have to be legit. You have to be steadfast. You have to give it up, turn away from your sin, and not come back to it. So I urge you, don't trade in the temporary pleasures of this world for your eternal inheritance, for your eternal blessing of salvation that comes from God. Thanks for bearing with me. This has been Where the Anchor Holds. I appreciate you listening. As always, I'm your host, Michael Paul Jess. God bless you. Have a great day.